Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections we might face, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, on health, and you can find the link to this podcast, right? And you can also find merchandise for you and your family uh, that feature the Move Forth brand. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible. It includes historical documents from the Founders era. You can get one today at www.foundersbible.com, and I highly recommend one for your home and for your families. It's a beautiful Bible. I'm following the five-day Bible reading plan, and it is done weekly, five days a week, and you can download and print a copy today to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 135, and if this is your first time here, I'm so glad you clicked on today's episode. So... Yes, this is a place where we are reading the Bible in a year, but does that mean you have to wait till January 1st? Absolutely not. You can continue from this day, this episode, and go to the re- to the end of the year and then come back and pick up all the episodes before then, or you can just stop this episode right here and go to day one, that episode, and let today literally be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's great. And if you've been here since day one, that is awesome, Right. I know that this has definitely been a life-changing experience for me so far because I've actually never read the entire Bible and I've never done it in a year. So there you have it. So I am learning right here with you. I'm reading things for the first time right here on the podcast. And sometimes I'm like, wow. And other times I'm like, huh? (laughs) So I'm just so glad you're here. Please share this with people in your life. Um, I want to encourage you and, and just, I want you to encourage others and just say, look, you don't have to wait till January 1st. Just come and listen to an episode and think with you, see what you think. All right. Well, today we're going to be reading Ecclesiastes 10 through 12 and 2 Timothy 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, a little foolishness. Dead flies make a perfumer's oil stink. So a little foolishness is weightier than wisdom and honor. A wise man's heart directs him toward the right, but the foolish man's heart directs him toward the left. Even when the fool walks along the road, his sense is lacking, and he demonstrates to everyone that he is a fool. If the ruler's temper rises against you, do not abandon your position, because composure allays great offenses. There is an evil I have seen under the sun, like an error which goes forth from the ruler. Folly is set in many exalted places, while rich men sit in humble places. I have seen slaves riding on horses and princes walking like slaves on the land. He who digs a pit may fall into it, and a serpent may bite him who breaks through a wall. He who quarrels stones may be hurt by them, and he who splits logs may be endangered by them. If the axe is dull and he does not sharpen its edge, 
then he must exert more strength. Wisdom has the advantage of giving success. If the serpent bites before being charmed, there is no profit for the charmer. Words from the mouth of a wise man are gracious, while the lips of a fool consume him. The beginning of his talking is folly, and the end of it is wicked madness. Yet the fool multiplies words. No man knows what will happen, and who can tell him what will come after him? The toil of a fool so wearies him that he does not even know how to go to a city. Woe to you, O land, whose king is a lad and whose princes feast in the morning. Blessed are you, O land, whose kings is of nobility and whose princes eat at the appropriate time for strength and not for drunkenness. Through indolence, the rafters sag and through slackness, the house leaks. Men prepare a meal for enjoyment and wine makes life merry and money is the answer to everything. Furthermore, in your bedchamber, do not curse a king, and in your sleeping rooms, do not curse a rich man, for a bird of the heavens will carry the sound, and the winged creature will make the matter known. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, Cast Your Bread on the Waters Cast your bread on the surface of the waters, for you will find it after many days. Divide your portion to seven, or even to eight, for you do not know what misfortune may occur on the earth. If the clouds are full, they pour out rain upon the earth, and whether a tree falls toward the south or toward the north, whether the tree falls, there it lies. He who watches the wind will not sow, and he who looks at the clouds will not reap. Just as you do not know the path of the wind and how bones are formed in the womb of the pregnant woman, so you do not know the activity of God who makes all things. Sow your seed in the morning and do not be idle in the evening, for you do for. You do not know whether morning or evening sowing will succeed, or whether both of them alike will be good. The light is pleasant, and it is good for the eyes to see the sun. Indeed, if a man should live many years, let him rejoice in them all, and let him remember the days of darkness, for they will be many. Everything that is to come will be futility. Rejoice, young man, during your childhood, and let your heart be pleasant during the days of young manhood, and follow the impulses of your heart and the desires of your eyes. Yet know that God will bring you to judgment for all these things. So remove grief and anger from your heart and put away pain from your body, because childhood and the prime of life are fleeting. Chapter 12. Remember God in your youth. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near when you will say, I have no delight in them. Before the sun and the light, the moon and the stars are darkened, and clouds return after the rain. In the day that the watchmen of the house tremble and mighty men stoop, the grinding ones stand idle because they are few, and those who look through windows grow dim. And the doors on the street are shut as the sound of the grinding mill is low, and one will arise at the sound of the bird, and all the daughters of song will sing softly. Furthermore, men are afraid of a high place and of terrors on the road. The almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags himself along, and the caperberry is ineffective. For a man goes to his eternal home, while mourners go about in the street. Remember him before the silver cord is broken and the golden bowl is crushed. The pitcher by the well is shattered and the wheel at the cistern is crushed. Then the dust will return to the earth, and it was, and the spirit will return to God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, all is vanity. Purpose of the Preacher 
In addition to being a wise man, the preacher also taught the people knowledge, and he pondered, searched out, and arranged many proverbs. The preacher sought to find delightful words and to write words of truth correctly. The words of wise men are like goads, and masters of these collections are like well-driven nails. They are given by one shepherd. But beyond this, my son, be warned. The writing of many books is endless and excessive. Devotion to books is wearying to the body. The conclusion, when all has been heard, is fear God and keep his commandments, because this applies to every person. For God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. Second Timothy chapter 4. Preach the word. I solemnly change you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, They will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. But you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am ready, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Personal Concerns Make every effort to come to me soon, for Demas, having loved this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Christians has gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Pick up Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for service. But Tychius I have sent to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak which I left at Trous and with Carpus and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Be on guard against him yourself, for the vigorously opposed, for he vigorously opposed our teaching. At my first defense, no one supported me, but all deserted me. May it not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that through me the proclamation might be fully accomplished, and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was rescued out of the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed, and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Greet Prisha and Aquila and the household of Onif- Onesiphorus. Erastus remained at Corinth, but Trophimus I left sick at Miletus. Make every effort to come before winter. Eubulus greets you, also Pudens and Linus and Claudia and all the brethren. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. And that concludes our readings for today. So I have to go back real quick to this one verse here that um, took my breath away. And that is Ecclesiastes 11.5. 
Just as you do not know the path of the wind and how bones are formed in the womb of the pregnant woman, so you do not know the activity of God who makes all things. I mean, is that not just so profound, (laughs) right? We don't know the activity of God who makes all things. We don't know how bones are formed in the womb. We don't know the path of the wind all the time. And yet we try to figure it out, don't we? I know that I do. And then another one was about books, which, I mean, I needed to hear that, of course. I love books. I really, really do. Um, Let's see. Um, Okay. But this is um, 12... 12, Ecclesiastes 12, 12. But beyond this, my son, be warned. The writing of many books is endless, and excessive devotion to books is wearying to the body. I mean, I don't think that we could argue with that, right? So the conclusion is simply, in this book of Ecclesiastes and Solomon's life as he reflects, the conclusion, when all has been heard, is fear God and keep his commandments, because this applies to every person. I mean, come on. That is just pretty much um, pretty much all we need to hear. So I appreciate Solomon just keeping it really simple. Um, because I can only imagine that having the wisdom that he had, it would probably be hard to keep things short. <laughs> so I really appreciate Uh, those verses today. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for this time together in your word, especially as we sit and soak in the words of Solomon and his advice coming from the wisest man that has lived. What an incredible life he must have had. Absolutely. And all of that wisdom, but yet, The most important thing is to fear you, Lord. And fear means be in awe, but also to understand your wrath and your judgment upon us. Absolutely. That is the most important thing. And to have that is liberating, freeing, and even comforting, Lord, because now we can make the decision for ourselves, right? Because you gave us free will, but we can make that decision to fear you and to do what is righteous. Thank you for that opportunity. Thank you for trusting us with that to, to give us that opportunity to do what is right and what you want us to do, Lord. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. You know the drill. Share it. Share this with people in your life. See what they think. Even if you think they might not be open to it, just just share it anyway, right? I, in conversations, I always bring up Jesus and I can tell you that every time I've done that has been truly beautiful and so authentic and 
a, a true connection. Oh, it's just been wonderful. So I encourage you to share, share that this is out there and share with people about Jesus. We need Jesus in our life. So share it with others. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.